You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the untold story of the teenagers and outlaws who overthrew the funny pages. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Chris Taylor, and I'm Jim Davis. Chris, Chris, uh, it is November 22nd, 1979. We are looking at the 522nd ever Garfield strip. What happens in this one? John, for today's Garfield, number 522 on double one double two one nine seven nine, Lyman learns a delicate truth. I was very excited to say those numbers. I could tell. Panel one, John and Lyman. I'm basically are... done now. You're done podcasting forever? Yeah, kind of. Uh, John and Lyman are standing together. Well, I guess we can't tell if they're standing or not because the camera is only... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, viewed from the waist up, essentially. John, waist up. John and Lyman's torsos are enjoying some quality time together. <laughs> mm. uh, their torsos are enjoying the hell out of each other. Uh, Lyman, Lyman says, doesn't it bother you that your cat is always underfoot? And that's important because this establishes that John and Lyman still have feet. <laughs> it's true. You wouldn't, know, you wouldn't know otherwise. Yeah, they may or may not have legs. At this point, <laughs> oh, they're like Rayman. Definitely, yes. <laughs> they might have just have like feet attached to their torsos. It's unclear. Panel two, camera zoom out to reveal the lower half of the room. We now see legs and feet on our two deuteragonists. I guess I guess they're the deuteragonists of this particular strip, right? Ah. Uh... No. Oh no, or is the Deuter okay, the Deuteragonist is like just the second most important? Yeah, yeah. The Deuteragonist okay. is the number two figure. Um I, th I think I'm still comfortable mm -hmm. saying that overall Garfield is the protagonist. It's unclear to me whether John Arbuckle or Odie is the Deuteragonist. It's mm. John Arbuckle and Lyman is their chaotic neutral friend they hang out with sometimes. I guess so. And then Odie is the antagonist. Look, it's it doesn't matter. <laughs> It really doesn't. No, not at all. None of this matters. Panel two, John Arbuckle says, not at all. Garfield is very fond of me. We see Garfield sitting there. Uh, uh, panel two name drop. Yeah, right by, Garf right by John's feet. Uh, his tail sort of wedged in there by John Arbuckle's toes. Make oh, Garfield is the cat from panel later. one. Right? <laughs> yeah. I want you to explain that to me in panel one. Why doesn't it say, why doesn't it bother you that Garfield is always underfoot? Or, like that, well, that not, would be confusing. What's Garfield? Why not throw a clarifying a positive into there? Doesn't yeah. it bother you that your cat, comma, Garfield, comma, is always underfoot? I think you wouldn't need the commas. If you wanted to say Garfield, comma, your cat, comma, that, that would make sense. But if it's going to be your cat Garfield, I think you usually wouldn't put the commas in. If you did Garfield your cat, I would be I would be unable to read the rest of the panel due to the confusion created by not knowing what Garfield was. <laughs> See? 
Yeah, I would just, I would just throw down. The- <laughs> yeah. what, what is this garbage? I'm Not out. This. Just yeah, I'd just march off in despair. Um, and then I panel like, two would be. He is very fond of me. I like that in panel two, John Arbuckle is saying Garfield is very fond of him, and Garfield, by his facial expression and body language indicates that he does not give a shit about John Arbuckle. (laughs) Nor anything else, as far as we know. No. Panel three, John turns to Garfield, and with his dumbass eyes closed, he says, we're inseparable, aren't we, Garfield? Panel three, name drop. Mm -hmm. To which Garfield responds in thought, you're standing on my tail. And he looks pretty upset. Uh, That's the joke. Thanks, everybody. You'd think he'd be more upset. Yeah, he should be. If he should be in pain in panel two, presumably John Arbuckle is already standing on Garfield's tail. Like he doesn't oh. look. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's in pain. He looks mildly put out. Well, he what he looks like is he looks like this weird like flesh golem, and his "We're inseparable, aren't we, Garfield?" is his activation phrase, which causes him to spring to life and be unhappy. We haven't had enough references to flesh golems in the Yeah, I, I've been saying that for years. You have not. Um, yeah, this one's, I don't know, it's fine. And it's not, it's, this it's is not. a good one. No. It's no eggs and bacon on John Arbuckle's face, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, look, John and Chris, if you were looking at today's strip and thought to yourself, hmm, has Lyman always been a little bit shorter than John Arbuckle? Turns out, yes, he has. Uh, hmm. Episode 50, uh, whatever that is, uh, August 7th, 1978, Lyman's first appearance in panel two. He's you need still to provide me more information because I'm definitely looking this up right now. A little bit shorter than John Arbuckle. He's a lot shorter in this one, though. Eh. Although he, he seems to grow a little bit between the first and second panels. I think, what, I think, I think what's happening is John Arbuckle's retractable neck has receded slightly, so his <laughs> neck is just a little shorter in this panel. Yeah. I mean, mm. almost like from the shoulders down, they're almost the same height. It's that John Arbuckle's head is like an oval, and Lyman's yeah. is more of a circle. His torso is just like a weird Dr. Octopus backpack that his neck comes out of. It is. Have they always had matching uh, uh, pants yeah. and shoes? Mmm... Hard to know. I, pants, uh, probably yes. I have. I. I don't have a, a great example of shoes to look at, but it's very possible that Jim Davis can really only draw that one pair of shoes. Hmm. Okay, that was that was a Garfield. Yeah, uh, you've it, been listening to have, being Jim have Davis. Lyman's, have Lyman's shoes ever appeared in Garfield history? Still not sure. Yes. I'm up the to- episode, the last episode that I was on where they went to the disco. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Oh, where Lyman was disco dancing? No, where he was ear DJing and getting ready to go out to the disco. Oh, in his, yeah, that's a separate outfit, but yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, definitely, okay, uh, September 24th, 1978, that's a Sunday. Yeah, Lyman has always worn those shoes, John, even in his regular outfit. Uh, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast where verily we say unto you what ye have done unto the least of these my brethren, ye have done it also unto Garfield. Mm-hmm. You can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast thing that you use. 
You can read our blog at www.beingjimdavis.com. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis. Follow me on Twitter at inscrutabletaco. And I'm telling you that uh, Wednesday, the 23rd of August, 1978, which I think is that disco episode uh, Chris is referring to, Lyman is still wearing those brown shoes. It's really fucked up. He's got this fancy disco outfit. He doesn't have special dancing shoes. He should have dancing shoes. I.M.Worst on Instagram. I only post photos of my in all fairness, I did do this drawing the podcast out by myself. Uh, you can listen to my other podcast by, by agreeing to co-host the podcast. <laughs> what have I done? Right? I'm so sorry. Thanks for listening, you bunch of animals. Yeah. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Did you like what you just heard? You can support the show by going to patreon.com slash pitchdrop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows. Mm-hmm.